Welcome to the Testimony Word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Our mission is to bring healing, transformation and meaning to the lives of people in different societies with the good news of Jesus Christ. When you allow yourself to grow in a relationship with Him, you start getting filled up. When you are full of the Spirit, eh, you will be restrained and constrained from doing some things that are not of honest report. God's servant delivers the word of truth with clarity, simplicity and dexterity. Here is Pastor Francis Aubin proclaiming God's mind to you today. Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5 and 6. Let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. For he has said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Verse 6. So that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Praise the Lord. Please take your seat. The Wonders of Remembrance, part five. So we learned that whereas some school of thought believe that God does not have amnesia or memory issues to forget, remembrance shouldn't be an issue for the child of God, to pray for, to pray about, especially for the New Testament believer. But in this teaching, we are learning that how God sees remembrance is different from how man defines remembrance. And that when the position of the Bible concerning remembrance doesn't have to do just with memory issues. It has a multifaceted meaning and um, approach to this particular phenomenon of remembrance. And we have learned so many meanings which I've shared with you, but tonight what we want to consider is that when the Bible says God should remember, or when the Bible is talking about remembrance, one of the positions of the Bible is that God will not forsake you. Remembrance means not forsaken. Not what? Forsaken. I can't hear you. Not what? Forsaken. So we read Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5. He says that let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as ye have. Why is that so? Don't covet. Be content with the things you have. Why? Because for the believer, the real thing the believer has is Christ himself. What does a believer have? The Bible said, Christ in me is the hope of glory. So the real possession the believer has is Christ. That's why he's saying that do not be, let your conversation be without covetousness. Don't, don't go after things people have. Don't be jealous after what people have. Don't try to use an evil strategy, whether in your heart or by physical operation, to, to take what belongs to people and be content with such things as you have. The reason being that the Lord has said that I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. Praise the Lord. In other words, God says, I'm going to remember you all the time. And when I remember you, you don't need something that belongs to another person. 
You don't need to steal or covet what belongs to him. You have to be content with whatever I will give you because, because I'm not forsaking you any time you have what is required for your destiny to be fruitful. And that's why it says that so that you and I will say in the verse 6 that the Lord is my helper. So that we may boldly say that the Lord is my helper and I will never, I will not fear what man shall do unto me. If God will not forsake me, that means that God always remembers me. That means that God is always with me. Someone called me from America and said that that first point you said that five things God will not forget. Number one, the enemy. He said, if we ever understood that, we will never fret. We will know that no matter how long it takes, God will deal with the enemy that tried to deal with us. And we will, we will not be burdened trying to fight battles on our, on our own because we know that God will never forget the enemy. In this vein, we know that God will always help us because he's always with us. He will never leave us nor forsake us. In Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 17, the Bible talks about how God is not really happy with his people, but he goes on to say that, so we read from 16, he says that, but they and our fathers dealt proudly and hardened their, their necks and hearkened not to thy commandments. Then he says that, and they refused to obey. Neither were mindful of thy wonders that thou didst among them, but hardened their necks, and in their rebellion appointed a captain to return <laughs> to their bondage. Now, you can appoint a captain that will send you back to your bondage. But thou art our God. But thou art our God. Ready to pardon. He's ready to what? Not only that, he's gracious and merciful, slow to anger, and of great kindness, and forsakes them not. In all our rough doings, misbehaviors, he's slow to anger, he's ready to pardon, he's gracious, he's merciful, great in kindness, and I, I like it. I know he said, he forsookest them not. <laughs> Forsookpa. The highest of forsookest is forsookest. Highest of forsook. He forsookest them not. So, he said, in all of these things, he didn't leave them to the will of their enemies. Not even to their own destruction. Why? Because he has said that I will never leave you nor forsake you. Are you with me? So that is one of the biblical connotations of remembrance that no matter what's happening, if you are a child of God, God is still with you. And it's important that you recognize his presence. It's very important that you recognize the presence of the Lord. And in the previous sessions, I've shared with you the importance of of just walking in this covenant which provokes the remembrance of God. In this session, we are going to look at 
what are some of the things, you know, when the Lord says that he will not forget his covenant, what are the benefits that inure to us for God looking on his covenant? And, you know, in the service last time when we shared, I said that there are basic things that are required of us as children of God. That because God never takes his eyes off his covenant, we have to ensure that we have a functional covenant. We have a functional covenant arrangement. Functional covenant relationship. I've told you that I'm not interested in semantics. So. I'm interested in the functionality of our work with God. That if you're a child of God, you cannot be neutral when it comes to your relationship with God. You must know that you know the Lord and the Lord knows you. And that is not living your life on the neutral gear. Are you with me here? Yeah. There are some people when issues are happening, they don't know whether to turn to the left or right because they are not sure of their relationship with the Lord. But Hezekiah is told that he should prepare and die. And he's very sure. Very, very sure of his covenant arrangement with the Lord. He goes to God and he says that this ought not to happen. And God says to him that 15 more years. Moses goes to God and pulls the covenant trigger and God says, I've repented. I'm not going to destroy again. So, God is going to remember us. He's going to bless us. He's going to favor us. He's going to raise us. And this 2022, we are going to end well in Jesus' name. That amen should be louder than it is. So, in terms of the covenant, let's look at Leviticus chapter 26, verse 41. Leviticus 26, 41 and 42. Then we'll look at 44 and 45. In Leviticus 26, verse 41, he says that, And that I also have walked contrary unto them, and have brought them into the land of their enemies. If then their uncircumcised hearts be humbled and... They then accept of the punishment of their iniquity. Next verse. Then will I remember my covenant with Jacob and also my covenant with Isaac and also my covenant with what? Abraham. Will I remember and I will remember the land. So here, the Lord is saying that they have sinned. And he's, he's waiting for them to be humble and to return to him and all of that. And upon that condition of humility... And returning unto him and accepting their punishment. Some people don't accept punishment in church. Yes. But even God, he tells people that you have to accept punishment. Yes. So he said, if they accept their punishment and humble themselves, then will I remember my covenant with Jacob. So God turning his eyes activating records coming into the place of memory where you become the focus of his activity for a particular season or all the days of your life. It's not by chance. He said, then, 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 then will I remember. So God knows everyone, loves everyone, but he does not function in the same degree in the lives of everyone. Are you with me? So, that degree of manifestation, operation, is what we, we term as remembrance. So that you see that 
the degrees differ from one person to another. He said, if they do this, I'm going to remember them. I think you are the person God is going to remember. So in the verse 44 and 45, the Bible said, Leviticus 20 says 44 and 45, he said, and yet for all that, when they be in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away. These are sinners. So when they are in the land of their enemies, I will not cast them away. Neither will I abhor them to destroy, to destroy them utterly and to break my covenant with them. For I am the Lord their God. Next verse, I love it. But I will for their sakes remember the covenant of their ancestors. Whom I brought forth out of the land of Egypt in the sight of the hidden. That I might be their God. I am the Lord. Praise the Lord. So here we see clearly that because God remembers his covenant always. His abiding presence and help goes with the people. Because of his covenant. His abiding presence. He says that these people are misbehaving. But I'm going to remember my covenant. And I'm not going to give them to their enemies. I'm not going to abhor them. But I'm going to look at the verse 45. It's very beautiful. He says that. But I will for their sakes remember the covenant. Covenant of the ancestors. In 44 he says I will not abhor them. I will not. I will not destroy them. I will not break my covenant with them. God is not a covenant breaker. Are you here? If the covenant doesn't work, it it didn't work from your side. Not from God's side. God is ever ready to bless when we honor him with a tithe. Are you here? If it doesn't work, it's not because God got short of blessings. Just because you possibly became dishonorable, you became disobedient, Possibly you became inconsistent. Possibly you became some way. He decided that because the inflation is around, they say we shouldn't mention the percentage because can pay the day. You know, so he said that as for 2023, no first fruit. Hey. No first fruit there. There, there, will be, there, there will be something else. Hey. But when the covenant is on ground, <laughs> Ask somebody, have you heard of first fruit before? Tell them, we can't wait to even honor God with it, cry. We can't wait. I, I'm in a hurry to do it. Yes, I'm in a hurry to do it. Too powerful. So he said, because of that, he said, I'm not going to abort them. I'm not going to destroy them. I'm not going to break my covenant with them. I am going to be with them. I will be their God because I am the Lord. That's He's promising his abiding presence. With them, his perpetual help, everlasting help, that they may boldly say that the Lord is my help. What shall man do to me? Because of the covenant. When you hear me doing yeah, 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 it is just because I know that God has got my back. He's got my front as well. He's got my side by side. Are you here at all? (laughs) That's all. But for that, I'm not the size of the devil. We are not mate. The guy was here before I came. He knows everything more than I do. Are you here? Come on now. Are you sure you are here? But because of the covenant, the abiding presence of God. 
And there is nothing more important in the life of the believer than the abiding presence of God. When you know that every move you are making, the presence of God is with you. Boy, that is more than a gold mine. That's God himself in an active relationship with you. Going, he said that when you go through the fire, my presence is there with you. You go through the water, I am there with you. Are you here at all? You know, some people are not sure of this. So when they go into issues, they go into matters. Somebody says, it looks like I'm going to die. Pastor, it's like I'm going to die. I say, you are not dying. The time is not up for you to die. You can't die. You wouldn't die. Even me, I need you to be here. How, how will you die? <laughs> this morning, I was making fun of a man that uh, the doctor said it was going to be very difficult for the wife to give birth. Early this year, the, the man and the wife came here and I they, were, they traveled from one city to this place. And they were expecting some major prophetic this day. So after the morning flavor, I met them and I said, I don't, God has already told me that as I pray with your wife and give her communion, when she goes, she'll give birth. But the hospital, they, they had given up. They have married for five or seven years. So... You know, the guy is a banker and a politician at the same time. You know, he's not used to that kind of simple talk. You know, like there should be something very powerful. You know, but I, don't, I, I don't understand. Prophet, and one, I don't know. We oh, just prayed here. In fact, I did some deliverance for the wife here. And in fact, the wife's deliverance, Grandpa, was, was not the priority deliverance because there was a more dangerous case around. So in time time now, I went to the other one and passed that one to the other pastors. Praise the Lord. Simple. Until last week, we were baby Lady no ko Oh, we are not Prophet, prophet. Oh, mama, pray for my daughter. My daughter, will pray for my child. They say the child is not breathing well. The child is like that. The child will not die. I say, okay. Look, if you come like that, I am gonna frustrate you because the answer I will give is not a long answer. It will be fine. Okay. It's fine. He sent, 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 sent. I gave him two hands. <laughs> two hands in the air. But I was intensively praying for the child. So this morning, I sent him a message. I said, so how's your child and the mother doing? He said, oh, they are doing very, very, very well. I said, why do you panic like that? Say, prophet, it's not easy. After seven years, my first child, I said, what, what, what difference does it make? Say, prophet, you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you wouldn't understand. So I, I said, I understand that I don't understand. Yes. But your child, just know that because of the abiding presence of God, your child is not going to die. Just know that. Just know. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Just know. So, 
Because God will not forget the covenant, his abiding presence is with us. Everywhere we go, his presence is with us. As a church, everywhere we appear, he appears there with us. He leads us there and he's there with us. Praise the Lord. That's a covenant though. So you appear in the market, he's there with you. Abiding presence. Not the one that comes and goes. Like light on, light off. No, 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 no. He's with you in every move, every transaction. Is God talking to somebody here? In every relationship. This is the kind of faith your pastor has. And this is the kind of faith you should have. That because I am in a, a good arrangement with the Lord, a good covenant arrangement, he's not looking at my face. He's always looking at the arrangement. No, not even your cry. It has no value. He's always looking at what kind of covenant arrangement is on ground. Because you find out that the, the relationship is in degrees. And some people, you see that sometimes you say, either me or your mother, and you realize that at that level of the relationship the boy has with you, you, know, you, you couldn't say me or your mother. There cannot be, you, you, you will by all means be the opportunity cost. <laughs> you are not even an option. <laughs> at that level, being a girlfriend, you are talking about me or your mother? How can it be? You don't even exist. You are like, I don't see you. Are you here at all? Yeah, but if the relationship has grown over time and is very valuable, you will see that Papa no can But this, oh, Dada, why do you say your door? But you won't say so pain. Hey, Bible says, don't overestimate who you are. Sometimes you overestimate. She said, "Me kununai se mini na brabo man na brabo beshe. Uushi ano na washe. Ana me yero no mini na brabo man na brabo. Oh, huni obeya no upoa. Uushi ano e correct pa. Inti na ukopa na chakra mane wari wano. Abai wana mpinanga ubeng. And they will say, oh, it's like you are the reason for her living. Masa, oda dauhu. There is an abiding presence of God with a child of God." That makes things happen in a positive way in our lives. And because of the covenant, it does not matter who is against you. He says that, that we may boldly say, the Lord is my helper. What shall man do to me? What shall man, what shall demons do? He says that regardless of all these things, I am going to remember my covenant for the asset. In fact, I will remember the covenant I had with their ancestors for their sake. Covenant is always speaking. Tell somebody, the covenant always speaks. So tell somebody, prepare yourself for your covenant to speak now in December and in the whole of 2023. Tell somebody, be deliberate about your covenant arrangement. Prepare to establish a strong one. Praise the Lord. Very strong one. Yeah. Serving God. Serving God with all your life. All your heart. Praise the Lord. Serving the Lord is, is a major covenant. Major, major one. Galatians says this. 
It's a major covenant. When you're serving the Lord with joy, you're serving, they say, let him that is taught in the word communicate unto, unto him that teaches in all good things. Next. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that he shall reap. Let's go. Eight. For he that soweth, nine. Boy. And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Ten. As we have therefore opportunity, let us do good unto all men, especially unto them who are in the household of what? Faith. Let me say, too powerful. Then he talks about serving the Lord with joy. Serving the Lord with joy. It's important that we serve the Lord. You serve the Lord, he shall bless. I mean, the first point of the covenant is that you and I receive Jesus Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. I, I will have a whole time to teach about the keys to remembrance. But since we are talking about the covenant and the abiding presence, listen to me, God being with you is more important than any man being with you. Men are perishable. Men are not loyal. Men are not lovers forever. Even the, your lover, loving, loving lover. Anything can happen if God does not hold their head to stay. Are you here? Yes. One day, it's a woman in Cape Coast. She had two children with a, a white man. And not knowing that she did something for the white man to love her. Yes, there was something that was done. So after seven years of marriage or ten years of marriage, one day, the white man woke up and the eyes were white. Eyes cleared. He said, she looked at the woman and said, who are you? Who is this? He mentioned, she mentioned it and he said, where are you from? Why are you in my house? He said, I'm your wife. He said, God forbid. Do I know you somewhere? He said, no, we have children. He said, hey, don't touch my children. Get out. Yes, the spells, they fell off. Like that, I'm telling you, the lover became a sucker. A bouncer. So it is only God whose presence is abiding and is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The only constant in life is God. Anything that is promising in your life today can lose its promise. Yes. <laughs> can lose its promise. Anything. I mean, anything at all. I don't want to say things that will scare you, but anything at all. All things change. They undergo changes. And some of the changes can be very devastating. But when God's presence is with you, he even makes things that want to cross the borders to stay within the border. Am I communicating here? That's why I am sure that your husband will love you to the end. And you too, you will love your husband to the end. And you will never have an idle life. That your hands will be fruitful and productive all the time. Why? Because it is God who teaches your hand toward profit. So it, remember that profiting itself is, is nothing. It's the God factor that makes a human hand to profit. Prayer itself is nothing. 
It is the God who answers prayer. That, that, that is something in there. Are you here at all? So when I see that, Charlie, people can be proud about this or that, the real deal is the abiding presence of God. That's why towards the end of the year, I encourage you that you need to search in your life and make plans that I'm ending the year on a high level of covenant. Very high level. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Every year in December, or let's say end of November to first week in December, all members in Winners Chapel, they go for Shiloh. Yeah, they go for it. Whether by being there physically present or watching in a satellite church or something like that. They start the Shiloh from the beginning of the week till Friday night. So they leave on Saturday. Friday night is called Shiloh sacrifice. It's a prophetic night. That is when you see people come and drop their Isaac on the altar. And we are not talking about one million Ghana, two million Ghana. You know, Ghana, a lot of people are poor. So when they hear figures, they complain that, but go and see. Just go and see. Go and see. Businessmen, go and see. Are you here at all? Go and see people who have worked for their money. People who, who are in the market. Go and see. Carry their own company. Go and drop huge, huge sums on that altar of God to establish their commitment and covenant with God for their business, their family, blah, blah. Because they know that it is the abiding presence of God that has carried them through from one year to another and have caused them to grow from one level to another level to another level. When I see people who sometimes sit on radio, and bash and bash the church about money and the rest. I just laugh. Oh. Because the real people who have the money, they don't talk about money. No. The real people who give money, they don't talk about money. It's only the poor. You hear anybody on radio talking about, sorry, that person is a very poor person. Yeah, yeah. And the healthy people who have the substance, they look at these people and say, Unimiyansa. Just look at them. Yeah, yeah. Do you think that people are stupid to work all their lives, make huge sums of money, and carry it to a church out of their women caprice? You just have to ask yourself that question. That they don't have sense. They don't. People know the use for their money. And they know that let's, you will cry, you will do whatever. Bible says that where your treasure is, there your heart will be. God even knows that one of the things that will be contending for our love here on earth is the love for money. The love for mammon. If you cannot release your financial material to God willingly and joyfully. That's why God said, I love a cheerful giver. It, it's a sign that ah, you have not graduated. Are you here? 
some people can pray, some people can say, to release your one Ghana to God. No, men come to my home, they invention. So, that's why God will be, you see, when God talks about giving, there's a giving your heart is the first giving. Your heart itself. Praise the Lord. When you give your heart to the Lord, the treasure in your heart, it must not be difficult for you to give it. Yes. But the reason why your hand is holding the treasure that you ought to release to God is because you have not given all of your heart. To, because you see that anybody you give all your, of your heart to, all of your treasure also, you know, they go in that direction. Are you here? I, am I preaching? Yes. Yes. Under no circumstance should the child of God start thinking like a secular person. Especially in the season of hardship. This is where your covenant principles by faith must be activated most this time. The Bible says that he that give it, receive it. Fuel has become difficult for you in this season. Give now so that you can what? Receive. That's all. And you will receive fuel, you will receive money, you will receive openings that will give it. Just give. But if you want to say, I want to save for my fuel. Save all for your fuel. No, give a portion of it to someone who needs it. They will, they will thank and bless you from their heart. Then the heavens will open for you. Praise the Lord. Either to somebody who physically needs it. Or somebody who is also spiritual and can bless you. You consider those two. See that you have abundance of fuel. You go and come. You don't know how. Yes. <laughs> you, you will be able to handle it. Are you here? Yes, sir. This, is a, this time is the time I'm giving a lot. Mm. I mean, I will save, but I will also give. Yes. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Because the covenant must work. Tell somebody the covenant must work. Covenant how does it work? The abiding presence of God. How does it work? The abiding presence of God. When you take God out of the equation, nothing works. Nothing works. So, the, the Moses said, God, who is going with us? So, I will send some angel to go. He said, no, 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 no. If you, now nah, you are not going with us, don't let us even go. No, there is no going without you going with us. Simple. Praise the Lord. The covenant must work. The abiding presence of God is your divine help. That's why you see that. This time, I am more particular about honoring God with my tithe. I've even increased it. No, 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 no. I'm not doing, I was already not doing 10%. But I've even increased it because when the times are hard, the strategy must change. Don't let carnality overtake your spirituality. Because you can't manage God, especially when it comes to faith. You have to be compelled. You have to provoke the power of God to work on your behalf. Too powerful. I am preparing. 
that by January, my first fruit will be on ground. Because I want the abiding presence of what? Of God. The help of God. The help of God. Once God is with you, you will scale through everything. And you will become very successful. You will have victories that you will not be able to explain. Don't let us get to that point where we know things or there are activities we do to replace God. There is nothing that can replace God in your life. And one of the things that will keep the presence of God in your life is your covenant arrangement. Covenant what? If you have to pray, it's a covenant arrangement. It's a covenant of praying. You just you say every day and I'm going to connect with my God. Are you here? Make a covenant arrangement. Recently, my wife was telling me, say, we have to start sowing seed for our children. We have to start sowing seed for our children. We have to start sowing seed for our children on a particular matter. That's a, they are young, but he said, I will remember the covenant of your ancestors. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Have you thought about it? Your parents didn't do for you. Somewhere, somehow, you have come here. Thank God. But you have to change the equation. I started sowing seed. Those days, when I saw that a pastor was building a personal house, I just go and sow some cement to the person's life. Even some neighbors are just saying that when is my time to build? I will not struggle. I have never struggled building anything before. But if we don't become spiritually strategic to secure a higher degree of the abiding presence of God, you will see that you are born again, but you are, you are living life with your strength. Except the Lord build a household. They labor in vain. Today, just it's, it's, as we are going to the end of November, let us settle this matter. That if the presence of God, that's why you have to consider your prayer life your devotional life scriptures, your, your speaking, the confessions of your faith. Are you here? Are you with me? Yes. Just, just speak. Stop saying Ghana heading. Speak. I've entered into my miracle zone. I'm in the wonder zone. Are you here at all? I'm in the wonder zone. I'm in the wonder zone. And wonders will happen in my life. As for me and my house, we are for signs and wonders. Nothing in my hands will collapse. Nothing can spoil in my hands. You speak by faith. Faith is a covenant portal. It works. Don't believe it doesn't understand. Even some Christians don't understand it. They don't understand why we speak things into being. Some don't agree. But it is very clear in the Bible. And what the Bible says is more important than any school of thought. And because the Bible says it, we will continue to speak. We will continue to what? We will continue to speak. 
I shall not die. I will live to declare the works of the Lord. And you see, you should be making these covenant faith confessions before whatever wants to confront you start confronting you. Most of the time we wait uh, until we get into the matter. Then we are trying to, you know, by force. Which God will show us mercy if it happens. But it should be our lifestyle that we live a covenant lifestyle. Praise the Lord. That's why the Jews, they had a routine. Oh. They go and come, they wash their feet, blah, blah, blah. It's just a covenant mindset. So, I'm just going to tell you something. Beginning of the year, I do my first fruit. Middle of the year, I stoke one major sacrifice. And I wait for the end of the year to push. Boom! Where you know, I know where I come from. I know where I come from. I said to somebody yesterday, I said, my mother's mother, she was the breadwinner of the family. She died at 39, crossing to 40. She was the bread. She, she was the darling girl. With plenty siblings. And their, their mother was still. Their mother died at age 108. Yes. Then my mother took over from her. When she grew up, she also became the darling girl. Taking care of the aunties and grandmothers. 39 to 40. She also died. So that from a bumpire and a Yakupon catch him says, I need to see you. I want to minister to me say, King Cry, King Cry, King Cry, King Cry, Crank, 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 break time. I'm going to catch him says, Uncle Fowey. They were not smart with their work with God. They were not smart. I have to now enmesh myself in God. In a way that I've never done before. Into, I mean, from 39 to 40. It was like concert party for me. The kind of things and where my eyes were. It's not plan this, plan that, plan this. So I, I was dealing with higher matters. Hello? Higher matters. And it was a combination of every covenant that I knew. I could engage in the Lord. Faith, prayer, sowing seed, staying put, and pursuing my, the agenda of God, and being diligent at the work of God, making myself valuable in the hands of God so that nobody can take me out. And thank God we cross the line. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Is somebody getting blessed? Yes. Don't let anybody talk you out of your covenant. That some of you, when I look at the records, I see, I don't know what you are even trying to do. <laughs> Whether you are bribing God or you are dashing God or you are, what, what are you trying to do? Like, what are you trying to do with your tithe? What are you trying to do with your tithe? <laughs> it's a tip. What are you trying to do with your first fruit? Because you see, the way God has been dealing with you in terms of doing things, opening doors for you, and yeah, no one. Does it not? Does it not blow your mind? Beautiful God, He blows our mind. You, you should, you should be in awe of this God. 
Afedi amenenya mebe chimpeni. Nyakuponya bo treni wena. Unshadi. Is that is that where you have condescended to? That you now don't revere God. You don't recognize this your covenant. You are just like God would do it. It's like I don't owe him anything. Yeah, baby. He has to do it. It is like it is his responsibility. It's his responsibility to love me, and I don't need to do anything for him to love me. Yeah. A child of God, honor the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Covenant. You see that he kept talking to Abraham because there was a covenant arrangement. Isaac, Jacob. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Are you here? Yes, sir. Have you been blessed? Yes, sir. He's taking my time on this matter. So as we approach the end of the year, be strategic, be intentional, be deliberate. Like go into a personal mode. Go into a personal mode. I need to strategize to ensure that my covenant portals are sound and I need to end well. End well, start well, and continue. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Don't make yourself that inconsistent believer. Today I do it right, tomorrow I don't do it right, and all of No, 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 no. Make sure that you are building consistency because God said, I will never forget my covenant. I will always remember my everlasting covenant. Something that God says he will always remember should be important to you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When I see a believer who doesn't pay tight, I pity the believer because God doesn't lose anything. And look, your hardship is not the reason why you don't pay tight to once he gives you, 10% must be for him. It's simple. It may not change your hardship or give you more comfort, but you would have secured something more valuable in terms of the spiritual. Are you here? Some people, their tight is heavier. Yeah, yeah, the whole year I've not spoken about tithe. I don't. Their tithe is heavy. Some people, their tithe is more than your whole salary. We are unsa account. We be do sa level no in Jesus' name. Yeah, unsa account. Peno unse obi kind tithe in dollars in high city currency. Boy, receive it in Jesus' name. Receive it. You would think that what I'm saying. Recently, one brother told me, he said that he was playing with his title. By the time he realized he had lost his investment. He said, God blessed me, Pastor. God blessed me. But for some reason, for some season, I was not serious. And I lost, I lost, he lost big. He said, I have to own up. The, the responsibility is mine. I've asked God to give me grace and give me opportunities. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. When I'm preaching, I tell you stories and examples because you are not special. God says, I'm not a respecter of persons. Nobody is special. 
We are unique in Christ, but you are not special. If you don't follow the way God wants you to follow, what has happened to other people will happen to you. If you follow the way of the Lord, what has also happened to those you admire will become your reality. God is not going to set aside his word to do anything for you. He's not a respecter of persons. If you're a pastor, you don't honor him with a tithe. Whatever has been happening to others will happen. If you also honor him, you will see the, the good that comes when we honor God. Your pastoral title there is nothing. There's no value to it. Hello? You're a child of God and you must operate like that. I tell my wife, I'm not paying tithe together with you. We have never paid tithe together. Any blessing you get, face God. Me too. The blessing I get, I will face God. Praise the Lord. Yeah. If you people pay together, I don't know. But that kind of arrangement, I don't know. You cover each other, eh? Charlie? Face God. Do what? Face God. Face God. Face God. God wanted to give you. That's why he gave you. So return it to him. The one he gave your spouse. He will also what? Return it to him. You can have joint account whatever. But face God. Face God. Face God. The Bible says that. Look to Abraham your father. I called him alone. I do what? I did what? Called him alone. When it comes to your work with God. Personal. What is it? Personal. Personal. So you come to church. Somebody wants to gossip and misbehave in church. Make it personal. Hello? Personal. They want to gossip in church. That's their own matter. You, you didn't come to church to gossip. No. You didn't come to church to follow anybody. You came to church to follow God. Finish. Personal. What is it? Personal. I can't hear you. What is it? Personal. Covenant there is by personal relationship. Oh. Yes. Personal. You see that? Ten people are there together. Have you seen the 12 tribes of Israel? God has a personal covenant relationship with each one of them. <laughs> personal. Reuben's is different from Simeon's. It's different from that of Judah. Different from that of Issachar. Different from that of Zebulun. Different from jo- Different, 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 different. Hey. Personal. Sometimes when I say this, and you say, I'm rocking the boat. No, I'm not rocking anything. We are going to the higher level. We are going where? Higher level. Personal. Carry your tight card. Personal. Your first food. Personal. Me and my wife, we have not paid first food together before. She pays her own. I pay my own. Hello? First food. The one that God will bring us together. We carry go together. But if he brought it to me, I will send. If he brought it to her, she must send. Face, because she knew God before I met her. Hello? I knew God before she met me. 
So we, we have married, we have become one. But our facing of God in a day is what? One by one. Is what? And that has always been the position of the Bible. One by one. One by one. And who couldn't backslide our wedding? And now we're here backslide our wedding. No, 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 no. You have to face God. <laughs> you have to face God. <laughs> Hello? I don't know. Is somebody blessed this evening? One by one. Because even as you are married, you find out that you go into certain territories that your spouse has not been called to get there. And you will need to negotiate that journey by your personal relationship and covenant with God. When it comes to the family front and there are things that has to be done together, God will also take care of that. Hello? Bye. You go to town alone, you go to work alone, and a lot of things you do alone. When you come home, you are together. It has to be clear. God's abiding presence. I would like us to pray this evening. One of the things that will make you activate the abiding presence of God is always being conscious of his presence in your life and wanting to stir yourself up like whether with music, with praying in tongues, with prayer, saturating your atmosphere with a, a heavenly, you know, heavenly elements. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Any page you say, you know, some heavenly smoke be it's, it's, around, it's around you. It's around. Ask somebody, are you having some heavenly smoke around you? Hey. The covenant is working. It's working, I'm telling you. When we started this church, we used to carry the, the whole first fruit offering. We just send it. Yeah. Just send it. God started helping us. You say, hey, it's a covenant position. Is what? It's a covenant position. It's a covenant position. I'm praying that you make it. Really praying that you make it. Money is useless, but in the spirit, you can make it very useful for your journey. Yes. If you overcome money, you have overcome major part of your battles here on earth. Once you overcome money. Once you settle the matter of giving to God freely. Settle the whole matter. Waking up saying, I want to commit myself to God's hand. It's giving, sacrificing, reading, praying. Are you here? Sowing, going out there for God major sacrifice. I'd like you to be on your feet. Wow. Were you clapping for Jesus? <laughs> Stoop off. Remo Kosa Talava Hasasa.
You have been listening to the testimony word broadcast from the Keepers House Chapel International. Locate us at Medina Estate, Accra, off the social welfare road between the Gulf Lane Station and Wawan Washing Bay. Follow us on Facebook at the Keepers House Chapel International. Podcast and audio rima at Reverend Francis Auburn. Visit our website at www.keepershousechapel.org. One word. For further information, call 244 877 831 or 0204-916-168. Experiencing Jesus Bethany Ministries.